Hey y'all, Pastor Amel here with another episode of Sweet Jesus. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Ice cream is sweet, but Jesus is far sweeter uh, because Jesus can do an awful lot of things that ice cream can't. Ice cream can help get you through some tough times, uh, but uh, Jesus can get you through the toughest of times. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about today. I got a friend in. Bay Ames is here. He is a member at Open Arms, uh, our church. He is an elder. He's an all-around great guy. And uh, he's been through some grief. And it's uh, this time of year where a lot of people are, their their sense of awareness of this grief, the, the loss that they've experienced in their lives tends to come to the surface. It's it's a time of year for family and friends and being with those that are close to you. And uh, that, that can open up old wounds. It can not be as exciting for some as it is for others. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit of a mixed bag. There's some great things, and then there's still also these uh, empty spaces and empty chairs. And uh, Bay and I were talking a little bit about that on Sunday afternoon, and I shot him a text later on and said, hey, you want to talk about this? And he said, yeah. So it didn't really take a whole lot of convincing. I didn't even have to tell him about the ice cream until after. Good stuff. He, he had already <laughs> said yes. <laughs> so uh, speaking of ice cream, pull up some ice cream. Uh, get some ice cream. Get some uh, Christmas crack. Actually, Bay yeah. came bearing gifts today, too, from his wife, Terry. Um I already munched on some of that. I probably shouldn't have, but I'm going to save that for the family so that they get to taste some too. For now, I've got peanut butter party. This is my second time in a row I'm going after the peanut butter party ice cream from Blue Bunny. Blue Bunny's actually pretty good. It's not maybe the most popular brand, but I they got some good flavors. Uh, you have Bluebell, though. I do. I like my parlings and cream. Good yeah. stuff. Nice. That was uh, my wife. It's my wife's favorite too. So enjoy it, but you can't enjoy all of it. All I right. got to get her in here too, and that was the point. But uh, Heather, shout out to you. You got to get in here. We got to do a podcast. But until then, we've got Bay here, and uh, Bay is married, as I mentioned, to Terry. But before that, uh, Bay was married to Debbie, Debbie right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, she died. At some point, uh, you'll give us the timeline here a little bit, but uh, that's tough. Losing a spouse is tough, um, and and that's what we're here to talk about. But as we start out every time, I got to ask you the question: What's so sweet about Jesus, Bay? I got to get into this ice cream. So, all right, I'll, I'll start talking about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here for. All right. Now he's he's been with me my whole life. Uh, I didn't formally ask him into my heart until I was twenty seven, but I knew he was out there as a kid because I'd, I'd prayed to him on and off. He answered prayer. He answered prayer, and uh, uh, as I started out, uh, uh, I went through normal high school that sort of thing. I ended up in the Navy, and uh, uh, that's where I, I met Deb. And uh, uh, so I was gonna I was gonna go there. Um, uh, so Jesus was in my heart at the time, but I just didn't know how well he was taking care of me. And because over and over again, things would come out the right way and it wasn't any of my doing. And I, so I, 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 I put that on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad uh, approach. I, I got to do that. Um, my first wife, Deb, uh, uh, was a wonderful lady. I met her in between, uh, cruises. I was doing Vietnam thing. And uh, uh, I, I came back for a large, large, a large uh, turnaround period, which was about 15 months. And I, I met her, settled down. We were both very young and uh, 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 got married, had kids. Uh, uh, she, had a, she had a great family. I felt at home there. Um, I felt uh, uh, the presence of Jesus on me. But I wasn't always following his way. I was kind of a crazy kid back in those days, and my new wife put up with me. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I was very thankful for that. And uh, uh, we raised two, two children, two, two girls. I continued my Navy career, and she was an enabler. 
as in she would help me along with things. Uh, she encouraged me to go to school. Uh, I joined the Navy with a high school diploma, and I came out of the Navy with a, a bachelor's degree. And uh, uh, that kicked off my IT career as I uh, uh, went into 40 and above. But my kids uh, 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 were good kids. I had two girls. Uh, they they have their children now, that sort of thing. But De- Deb and I got along. We we uh, uh, were growing back together again as our kids uh, left home and we're raising families of their own and uh, we're becoming each other's best friends. Um, at that point, she, she became uh, ill. She started having back problems and other issues. At the time, we did not fully understand why. They've got names for the stuff that she had wrong back in, in those days, but we didn't know what it was. And... Uh, uh, so I was. I found myself taking care of her, and uh, uh, one thing led to another, uh, and uh, we, we married thirty years. And uh, uh, I went to work one morning, and uh, she would come out. She'd always walk out to the edge of the garage and close the garage door as I left. And uh, uh, something just really weird had happened. I mean, she didn't close the garage door. She just stood there. So I and and. I was in, in the vehicle, and I pulled the vehicle back up, got out, walked up to her, and I felt like our souls were talking to each other. I don't know how to explain that. It was just a, 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 I looked in her eyes, she looked in my eyes, no words were spoken, and uh, uh, I turned around, I got back in the vehicle, and I, uh, I left. Uh, she passed away about noon that day. I found her passed away when I got home. I felt something about noon time, and... Uh, um, uh, went, went, went home. That's when I found her called 911. And, uh, uh, it's probably one of the worst days of my life. Uh, we were both, uh, 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 uh I knew we both knew Jesus at that point. We'd been going to, uh, uh, a church. I won't, I won't mention the name of the church, but it was local here in Slidell. And, uh, we felt good there. We had uh, uh, family, you know. We had family friends, you know, a couple friends, and we would do things. We got involved with uh, during the holidays, that sort of thing. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, it was gone. It was gone. Um, I didn't know what to do with myself. My my girls at that point each had a child of their own, so she saw her first two grandchildren. We've been married thirty years at that point. And uh, I was 52 years old, and uh, uh, I just kind of felt like my world had ended. Uh, it, it was uh, the neighbors came over to help. Uh, the church came over and you know brought meals and that sort of thing. You know, as as I was going through this, and uh, uh, there was there was a, a lot of help there. But at the end of the day, uh, when everybody had gone, I was by myself, mm-hmm. and that was hard to deal with. That was real hard to deal with. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm a guy, so I'm not supposed to cry, but I did, and uh, you can't, you can't get away from that. Mm. I, uh, I find myself uh, uh, leaning on Jesus and talking to Him a lot, uh, asking the why question. I understood that she was gone, and I'd watched her deteriorate, you know, for probably 18 months before that is when it all started, and. Uh, uh, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of in and out of the hospital, that sort of thing. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just the uh, every now and then, you know, you think about what would I do if you lost your spouse? And uh, I, you, you never think about serious because you really can't go anywhere with that. You think, well, I'll do, and your mind goes blank because there's nothing you'd really rather do than be with them. (laughs) You don't want to actually think about having to do that. It's exactly right. And, uh, uh, and of course, my kids just lost their mom, and and they had, you know, for their first child. Both of them got three kids their own now. But uh, uh, at the time, they just had one, and so they were just learning how to raise their own kids. That's when they need their mom, you know. And... uh, uh, so that was missing. Um, so it was it was it was it was real hard. It was a, 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 a fell in the valley type thing. I went back to the, uh, my, my my church looking for friends. I found that's when the, I found the next hard step was the fact all the married friends you have no, are no longer friends because you're the odd guy out. Mm. You know, it's almost like uh, you showed up without a date. You know, 
And uh, uh, I did not expect that. I, 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 I did not expect that at all. And uh, so I went into the singles part of the church, and uh, I wasn't one of them. I just uh, I, I wasn't a single person looking for somebody. I wasn't a single person that felt hopeless because I felt like I had everything I needed, but uh, it was gone. Mm. It was just like the rug got pulled off from underneath you. So it, it, it's very, very difficult back in those days. Um, the days were long. I had a job, so I, I wrapped myself up into work as much as I could. And uh, 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 it was a kind of a tough environment. And as I was, and, and as I was starting to, to get things back together, I found out where I could get dinner. I found, uh, uh, back in those days, Piccadilly's. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone now. But they always had something good. Uh, it was kind of inexpensive, so I found I'd go to work and stop by there, and that was my door, my daily eat-out type thing, and come home and I didn't have any dishes to do. I like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now I'm cleaning up the place, right? That's uh, 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 that's my mess now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. Because she was very much the typical housewife of the back of the uh, years ago, as, as in she took care of me and the, and the kids. The house was always clean. Dinner was always on the table. Uh, uh, she was always by my side wherever I went, and now that was gone. You know, um, I guess the double whammy is my kids were trying to do for themselves, and they were actually moved in and out of the area. You know, jobs are kind of you know coming and going back then. Um, so they started leaning on their aunts. Uh, Deb had uh, uh, four sisters. She came from a family of seven kids, two two boys and five five girls, and uh, um, uh, so the the girls fell back on her on their aunts for the, the motherly girly stuff they needed to know about raising their kids, and so I felt even further out in the cold on that. Mm. You know, I, I couldn't figure out why why they did that, but it made sense. You know, I, they're they're better at telling them how to change diapers than I was. Mm. And uh, 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 I was a typical guy, but that that was hard. And uh, uh, then as I started evening things out, going to work, and uh, uh, my hobbies weren't the same anymore because I I, I I used to fly remote control aircraft, and what I liked about that it was it was detailed. I'd build my airplanes, I'd go out to the on the weekends and fly them, and that sort of thing. But she was involved with that, so I found that I couldn't do that anymore. And so uh, they went. They went in the attic, and they're actually still in the attic, believe it or not. And uh, they're not flyable anymore, but they're up there as a reminder to me. Um, it wasn't too long after that. That was in, in uh, uh, 1970. I don't know. I, I, that was in 2002, and uh, a little less than a year later, my mom died. Mm. My mom was close to uh, Deb also, and. Uh, 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 she helped me out quite a bit, but she uh, she was in her 80s at that point, and uh, she passed of natural causes, and uh, so that that threw me further into a hole. I my joy for life wasn't there. I lost it. My my wife. I basically lost my church, you know, because I didn't know the people I needed to know back then. I, you know, I found myself kind of separated. Uh, my mom, uh, who I was close with, was. Uh, 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 I was tight with her, but uh, uh, then she passed, and uh, uh, and uh, I was slowly adapting the best I could. And uh, uh, I was I had a pet dog, and uh, uh, his name was Duke. And I I take him, he and I would go out for walks, and uh, I'd get home from work and uh, uh, throw a leash on him, and off we'd go. He was my best friend, and so. Uh, uh, I got to know my neighbors. I was talking to them. I was taking the same route every day, that sort of thing. And uh, uh, I ran into this one gal. She was she lived a block over from me, and uh, we, we we had a lot in common. But I didn't know just how much. And she was a nice lady. Turned out she knew Deb. My kids knew her, and she had something she was trying to get in and out of her car. And she's a little lady, so I went over and gave her a hand and introduced myself and. Uh, uh, talked to her a little bit, and that was the end of that, you know, and I walked off. A couple of days later, I make the same path. My dog's got me on a habit, and I run into her again. And uh, uh, so she and I slowly became friends, as in, hi, how you doing? And uh, 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 stopped and talked a little bit and 
got to know each other a little bit. And uh, months went by. And uh, uh, as, I, as I, she asked me, she, she said, hey, look, there's a bunch of us that get together in you know, the diner down here in Slidell. And uh, she says, we get together. We're a bunch of losers. <laughs> we, we get together and complain about the week. <laughs> <laughs> She said, you'd fit right in. That's <laughs> <laughs> what well, <laughs> Exactly. Well, okay. So I went, sure enough, uh, 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 those, uh, those losers turned out to be a pretty good bunch of people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, 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 a hookup type thing, although they, you could tell they were all kind of looking around, right? But, you know, it wasn't happening between anybody in that group. And uh, uh, in fact, one of those one of those people from that group are still friends. In fact, we were out, went out to eat with them. They were down uh, last night, and uh, her name happens to be Deb. She's a nice lady, but uh, 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 so she she's part of my history too. Then as friendship goes, and uh, uh, so uh, uh, Terry and I kind of uh, uh, started doing things together. She had a, a friend; his name was Chuck. We're still friends, also. Um, it was a new environment. Uh, uh, I, 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 on a hobby point, I used to like to ride motorcycles. I'm a mechanical type guy, and so uh, 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 I, I, I got I, he 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 rode. He was a mechanical, hands on type guy, but he came from a different arena. He started out in IT, went into micro uh, microwave repair type stuff, and ended up he works down at a casino now doing. Uh, uh, surveillance stuff, but he went in there as an IT guy, and she he was part of Terry's support system. Terry came from a, a, a divorce, as, as, a, as a, kind of a nasty divorce. And, you know, it's uh, uh, there, there's you find people, widowed people tend to look at being single different than uh, divorced people, and one's bitter. I came out of what I considered a very good marriage. I was. I was very happy being married, and uh, uh, I was treated good in my marriage, and I felt like I was, I was I reciprocated the same way back. And I didn't think that could ever be matched again. I just that part of my life was over, and I was looking for something. To, you know, it was going down the road. I didn't know where it was going to go. I wasn't looking for another person per se at that point because um, I didn't see how she could be replaced, and uh, uh, so. I want to say I, I met her. We uh, 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 talked a little bit. We'd go out and eat every now and then, that sort of thing. And uh, uh, we started started slowly building a relationship. And then I got so I met her family, that kind of stuff. We were get, getting closer. Uh, most of her friends were, were, were pretty nice people. Uh, in fact, all of them were. I shouldn't say most. All of them were. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of exceptions, but I can't, so I won't. And uh, 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 so that worked out uh, uh, pretty good. So I, I, was, I was building back something here. And uh, uh, so I started, as I got closer to her, I started putting more pressure on her uh, from a personal point of view. As in, uh, where do you go to church? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I'm going to hang with somebody a little bit and talk to her, I would, you know, because she, she talked about Jesus, you know, and uh, uh, she seemed to be walking the walk. Okay, where's your, where's your church at? And she says, well, you know, some Sundays I go over here and some Sundays I go over there. And, and uh, so most Sundays she was in some church. I said, are you actually a member of a church? <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get a little closer because uh, let's, let's focus this down a little further. And it turned out she was a, a member of Bethany. And I said, you know, I, 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 I didn't know anything about Bethany at the time. I said, do they, love, they, do they love Jesus? Is that the center of the church? And she says, <laughs> yeah. I said, well, let's go see what it's like then. And uh, so I did. And I showed up here in a, a coat and tie, and I was the only one in a tie. And I thought, well, I kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I told her, I said, look, we're going we're gonna to start hanging together more. I said, and start going to church. Let's, let's pick a church. If this is your church, it's, I'm good with it. I like the people here. I like the no-tie thing. And uh, uh, I wore a tie to work. I'm, I was a suit-and-tie type guy for my uh, career at that point. And uh, I always uh, I felt more comfortable in my Levi's and, you know, that sort of thing. I'm a, I'm a relaxed and more down-to-earth type guy. So she, so I, I liked what I saw. So we, uh, uh, we started coming to Bethany. And uh, it was before it became open arms, and uh, obviously the same, same, same place. I, 
talk to the same people, and I'm really enjoying it. I found, I, I found my found my home. I found my new church home, and yeah. uh, uh, so that worked out real well. Um, but then then down the line now, I'm I'm starting to feel better. And then uh, then I lost my dad. Mm. My dad passed, and uh, 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 Terry and I hadn't really talked about marriage too much at that point. It was more of a, just getting along good and strong friendship and and that sort of thing. And uh, uh, my, my my dad passed away, and let's see how did that go? That's back. I guess we were a little stronger than that. We we were stronger because I remember. Um, yeah, in fact, we I, I was I was my interest in Terry had really picked up, but and and we were I guess thinking about things. And I, I was out. I, I'm from San Diego initially. That's where, that's where my uh, in-laws were, and uh, I hadn't seen them in a while. But uh, my work had had me traveling quite a bit, and I found myself out there. So I went and found my old father-in-law, and Dave was his name. Nice, nice guy. Uh, and uh, uh, I stopped by, and uh, I, when I first married Deb, I talked to him right off the bat and asked for his his daughter's, you know, daughter's hand. Mm. So I went back to him, and he's widowed himself. He's, his wife had, had died some 15 years before that, Rita. And uh, uh, I asked Dave, I said, look, uh, uh, I'm looking for advice here. And I said, the advice is, is uh, I married your daughter, and uh, I really loved her. I liked it, but I'm ready to move on. And I'm thinking about another girl. How do you feel about that? I went to him for advice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, one of Deb's sisters were there. Was there at the time I was talking to him, and uh, her eyes got big. And it's like, what are you? What are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Man? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And uh, 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 Dave said, "Yeah." He says, uh, uh, "I don't care how old you get or how long you've been separated. Uh, at two o'clock in the morning, it's a lonely place. Mm. It's a lonely place." Uh, if you've got a way to move forward, uh, uh, he said, do it. He said, if I could have, I would have. And I thanked him, and uh, uh, that was probably one of my last conversations with him. He passed short, very shortly after that. He was uh, in his late 80s, and uh, uh, so it was it was a natural thing for him. But uh, uh, so at that point, I uh, uh, I started I started getting uh, uh, I th- thought I was getting more serious with Terry. Uh, then my dad died. It, I was getting ahead of myself. But then, then my dad died, and that put me in a big funk, a big depression. And uh, uh, I broke it off with Terry at that point. We made a trip up to uh, visit her family. I was meeting them, that sort of thing. And I just, I, I snapped. I, I, I uh, went into a depression type thing, and uh, um, I didn't want to see her anymore. I told her that. I said, I just. I just need to be left alone. I, I, I crawled back into my shell is what I did. Mm. And it was hard. It was real hard. I had, uh, I was still in the house where I raised my kids and, uh, Deb had walked the wall, uh, you know, the hallways and stuff. And, uh, I, I was just having a hard time with that. And, uh, uh, that was around Christmas time, you know, so that made it even harder. Uh, my kids were in and out. I didn't get to see them daily. They were living in different States at that time. And so I was kind of on my own, and uh, so it was it was, it was it was a pretty dark place, and uh, um, I was still working, but I was getting to the point where I didn't know if I wanted to continue to work. I'm retired Navy, and uh, with that comes my retirement check with that, and uh, uh, I was at, fi- at a financial point where if I wanted to, I, I, I could just stop working, and uh, uh, I wouldn't have a lot, but I didn't need a lot. I wasn't one of those people. And uh, so I was actually considering just dropping out of the workforce, and uh, 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 so that went that way for I don't know a month and a half or so. And uh, um, I come out to my truck in the morning. I was going to go work that day, and it was Valentine's Day, and there's something stuck on my windshield. <laughs> what is this? I'm not blocking anybody in or anything here. Who's going to leave me a note? You know. And so I went and, and uh, I found a Valentine's card from uh, Terry, you know, and uh, uh, it was like that was the uh, that was the hammer that broke the shell that was around me. Mm. Somebody still cares, you know. I just I didn't feel feel like anybody really cared, 
And uh, so she she called me. I didn't call her. She called me. Said, you okay? I haven't heard anything from you. I know yada, 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 you know. <laughs> I said, yeah, well, you know. She says, oh. So next thing I know, we got together for dinner and uh, uh, started picking the relationship back up again. But that's what it took. It took her coming after me. I don't know what kind of hole I would have gone into. I didn't. I didn't feel suicidal, but I didn't really have a desire to live. You know, I did. I just lost that. Mm-hmm. I lost my desire to get up to go to work. I lost my desire to uh, to do anything, things that I used to enjoy doing. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, she made a pest of herself for the next week <laughs> or so. <laughs> I think she sensed that. And uh, 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 so we we picked up the relationship. It. Uh, uh, it was a growing thing for her and I both. I uh, uh, I was still in the house where my family and everything was, and, and uh, for a guy that never took care of the house, the place was spotless, right? I mean, that's all I did was clean the house. I had my dog, and I went to work, and and, and that kind of stuff. The rest of that, 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 there's a lot of time left over. <laughs> that, that's all there is. You got to do, and uh, um, so she came. Uh, uh, she 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 came by and uh, uh, started uh, uh, making a pest of herself again, and we started going out. and uh, uh, I, I I enjoyed it. The girl is fun to be around, and she's still that way today. And uh, we've we've been married fifteen years now. And uh, uh, this was uh, uh, pre Katrina, and uh, uh, so we decided to uh, uh, go ahead and get married. And uh, if we we're going to go forward. Uh, she had some trust issues to get through. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, her because of her ex, and uh, uh, like I said, there's the difference between uh, uh, losing someone from death. I left a good marriage. I felt like I trusted people. You know, I didn't feel a distrust. Where she came out of a, 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 a kind of a nasty divorce, and I think a lot of them end up that way, where they're arguing and that sort of thing. She didn't know she, if she could trust me or not. Mm. And uh, I said, "Well, I said that's something you're going to have to figure out yourself." I'm a one woman guy. I've always been that way. I, I, you know, if I lock into you, you're stuck. <laughs> you know, because this is where I go when I'm happy, when I'm mad. I'm, you know, this, this is it. That's how I, that's how I work. And uh, uh, so she took the leap of faith and said, "I do." And uh, I had to propose to her twice. Can you believe that? <laughs> the first time wasn't good enough. <laughs> well. She did have to become a pest, like you said. Yeah, she did. She did. And the uh, and, uh, 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 first time around, I got down on my knees, and she says, no, I'm, I'm looking for flowers and, and champagne or wine or something. Come on. I said, really? Good for her. And so uh, I scratched my head, and I laughed. I thought, okay, okay. And uh, so that's what we did. I did. I set up. Uh, 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 I set it up, and uh, I don't know it was wine or something. It was some bubbly I had, and flowers, and got down on my knees and did the ring thing, and uh, 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 she accepted me that time. Okay. <laughs> so she set the standard. She set the bar. <laughs> Take notes out there, guys. Getting down on a knee ain't enough. It wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> She's expecting more out of me than that, and. Uh, uh, so I, I, I so uh, uh, that, that 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 worked off pretty good. Then we started looking at uh, uh, we need to find another house. She didn't want to get married and come into the house where Deb had been because I could still see Deb walking and my kids walking those hallways. And uh, uh, so uh, we decided to build, and uh, uh, that was in '04. And uh, uh, we did. We started the build, and. Uh, 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 the house was uh, about three quarters done, and uh, it was running behind schedule. I was doing a lot of traveling with work at that time, and uh, uh, and of course she's working. She she, she works a lot, and uh, uh, the builder that he'd promise one thing, then he wouldn't deliver it. He'd promise and he wouldn't deliver it. It's just one thing after another. So we got to the one year mark, and Katrina hit, and I took it. Uh, the house was three quarters done. I took a palm tree, or a pine tree across the roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 that was that was tough. And so uh, uh, the people I worked for was kind enough to give me enough time to start putting my house back together to get through Katrina. I uh, uh, 
I had a team of people that worked for me at the time, and I, I had a district-type job, and uh, uh, so I had to keep track of them. I had to evacuate in order to keep the communication lines open, and uh, 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 so it was, it, was a, it was a busy time. Um, we took care of the data networks for the Navy and the Marine Corps down here in the area, and so we I had to, I had to get them back in here and that sort of thing. Well. As that settled in, I got back into the house, that sort of thing. There wasn't anybody to help us with the house. All the contractors were out, you know, making big bucks, building houses and doing yeah. stuff. And uh, uh, so she kicked in. She uh, 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 she kicked in and we uh, – uh, uh, she gave me a hand holding boards and stuff. And I started nailing stuff up, patched the hole on the on the roof and that sort of thing. We got people in there to re-roof it. And uh, 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 she was a trooper. I've, I – I got more work out of her than I ever expected, and uh, uh, but she was there and it, it, it had a good sense of humor about it. Um, uh, the Red Cross would come by; they had their trucks coming by. That was our dinner for a lot of nights. They'd come by the house and stop, and they had bag lunches and stuff, and we continue working. But uh, uh, I guess I, I, where I'm headed with all this is it worked out. You know, we got married. Um, we got married. I, we, we we looked. We're at different venues and stuff, and uh, we ended up doing it on a cruise ship and uh, did it down here on the uh, uh, here in New Orleans. We said uh, one of those one-week cruise things. We got married, and they threw everybody off when the booze was gone and <laughs> dropped them in, in the French Quarter, and out we went. And uh, 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 so uh, uh, life's been pretty good ever since. Um I still regress back, I'll have to admit, you know, that's part of your life uh, that never goes away. Um, I do feel like I've lived two different lives because of it. Uh, um, both women were a lot alike, and both of them were enablers. They, they tend to push you whatever you want to do, you know, and help you. Uh, they're both upbeat. <clears throat> uh uh, Terry is not dead by any means. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're right about that ice cream. <laughs> and, uh, um, We're going to have to get you some more, by the way, because oh, yours is turning into a oh, man. soup. Oh, man. I'm getting wrapped up here. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't rush it. It's okay. We'll get you more ice cream. Okay. okay. I, uh, uh, so uh, um, I'm uh, – uh, Terry and I've been married 15 years now, and uh, uh, it's been a happy marriage. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say at this point. Uh, uh, it's easy to regress back to the old days. Um, there's a lot of things I, I, I remember. I go through my head. I've still got a wall at the house that's dedicated to my my family, my first wife. Uh, Deb's pictures up there. I've got, Picture of my grandparents up there, the weddings for my both my daughters, and uh, uh, it's uh, uh, it's like my memory wall, and uh, uh, I, I it's uh, uh, my office space. I worked out of the house as, as a district guy there for a while, and uh, uh, so that was that was one wall on the on the house on, on my, my uh, office, and it still sits there to this day. And uh, uh, there's times I still glance over. And, go from picture to picture and look at them because I'd, that is part of my life. That's part of, you know, excuse me, what, what the good Lord gave me. And uh, 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 he's taken care of me. He took care of me in my workplace. Uh, we The company was bought out at one point, and uh, uh, I didn't want to go to the next step in the management chain at, at that company, so I was trying to avoid it, and I was being pushed towards that direction, and we uh, got bought out by another company, and they condensed the management chain, and uh, I ended up losing my position over that. And uh, uh, so I came home that day, and I, I got you know the old corporate uh, uh, severance check and that kind of stuff, and good luck, and it's been nice type thing, right? And... Uh, uh, and I had other places I probably could have gone to work or, or that sort of thing, or maybe I could have gone back and worked something out. But I came home, and I, I, I was tickled to death. <laughs> I was tickled to death. It was uh, 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 one of those jobs where uh, uh, you would travel a week out of the month and uh, uh, go into your, my sites that I, I took care of, 
And then one week of the month, we all got together, and it was like a shooting match. You felt like you were the guy up there on the stage, and, and they're taking pot shots at you. It was upper management type thing. Well, can't we do this? We can do this cheaper. What about that? You know, And uh, uh, you know, you come up with ideas, and it was a regular shooting match. It happened as a monthly affair, right? Did not miss that. Mm. Did not miss that. It was gone. Never wanted to go back. I told Terry, I said, uh, 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 we're going we're to be okay. Once again, I, I'll fall back on my Navy check, right? Mm. <laughs> so the house is paid for. Uh, we'll, uh, uh, we're, we're okay. And uh, uh, so I started doing volunteer work after that. And uh, um, I had friends that were um, uh, uh, still had houses that were damaged from Katrina. And uh, uh, I, I'm, I, I, I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades type guy. I'm not an expert on anything. And so I, 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 I was uh, helping people. And one house I was working on, I was probably did that for about a year, I guess, working on these houses. And I was in this one house, and I remember I was uh, remodeling the kitchen. It was a storm damage type thing. Remodeling the kitchen. There was no power on the house. It was January. It was grand. Here's a little bit north of here. And uh, uh, it was cold. It was, I was under the sink trying to hook up pipes. You know, it was a the house was built back in the 40s, so I had cast iron pipes. And I'm trying to put a modern sink in, get the plastic hooked up to the cast iron pipes. And I hit my head on my uh, on the bottom of the sink. I thought, you know, I, I've i got a profession. <laughs> 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 what am I doing here, you know? Uh. And uh, uh, so uh, – uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, the good Lord has, has, has always stepped in about that time, you know, and uh, I ran across a, a friend I hadn't seen in quite a while, and he said, uh, Bay, we've got uh, two companies working together, and we're down in Corpus Christi, and uh, uh, they've got security issues, you know, uh, uh, security clearances and that sort of thing, and uh, uh, would you be interested in doing some of that? It's more of a general manager type job, and so uh, uh, I prayed over it, and I thought, well, Let's go take a look at it. And I said, okay. And so a friend of ours, George, call him old George, had passed away. So the interview actually happened at his funeral. (laughs) Wow. So wherever Jesus gives you the opportunity, you know, I know he's there in the room. There's a bunch of us there. So uh, so I I, I talked to the the lady in the company, and uh, she said it was a go. So. After the funeral, I sat down and got more involved with the company. It was, it was actually a part-time job, and it was hands-on uh, uh, type stuff. And so I, I, I made a few trips down to Corpus Christi, that sort of thing. They're great, great people. and um, But they had some construction stuff they needed done. Well, okay, I'll, I'll do that. I'm, 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 you know, get me out of my chair, you know. So I thought you left construction for the job. Uh, it's hard to leave. <laughs> Everybody needs that done. So they, uh, uh, what happens? They bought the house next door. I, I, I took a look at it and we turned it into an office for them. Is what we did, and uh, uh, so I worked with them. And uh, uh, they tried to get me in down at uh, uh, Dolphine Street, where I was originally working the Navy Marine Corps Center down there. The Navy had since moved down; it was strictly Marine Corps. And uh, 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 so she was trying to get me in down there. Of course, you got we'd get my overhead as, as a general manager for there. And uh, so that, that, that never turned into that never uh, did pan out, and finally the contract expired, and uh, 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 that was the end of that position. And uh, so I went back down to the guy that she was trying to get me into. I said, "Hey, you know, uh, uh, I didn't have any kids, but I made the old joke. You know, the job's gone, but the baby still needs milk. You got anything?" He says, "Yeah, babe." He says. I've got two departments out here. It's Marine Corps, and uh, he's retired uh, 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 lieutenant colonel. Nice, nice guy. And uh, uh, he said, I'm having a hard time with – he's run, he's run the facilities department for the Marine Corps. And uh, with that, there's 140 Marine sites around the country that they take care of. And so the networks that needed to go into these places, they're having a hard time coordinating that. And the Marine Corps G6 does that. The two departments couldn't talk. They didn't understand each other, and they have to work together. And so I was brought in to do that. And so once again, the good Lord took care of me. It was I was, I was in my element. I had nobody working for me. It's the first time in twenty years that I didn't have twenty people working for me. Mm. It's awesome. You must like get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> people people like to uh, think that it's good to be the boss, but 
Oh, no. Sometimes it sucks being the boss. I, I, <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm not looking for responsibility. I'm not looking for accountability. I don't want anybody to work for me. You know, I don't even have a dog anymore. You yeah. know, because he wasn't paying attention either. No, I. Uh, 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 but uh, uh, so that worked out well. And I worked there until I retired. Uh, uh, so I want to say the good Lord's taken care of me. He's put me where I needed to be. Uh, life has grown. You know, as a, as an example. When I went in and interviewed this guy for a job, one of the first things he did was he took my hands and looked at them. He looked at them. Well, yeah, I had a few calluses at that point. I've been doing construction kind of work. He says, you're hired. (laughs) 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 He wasn't expecting me to do that kind of stuff, but we had contractors out there building, uh, 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 doing uh, construction on the sites where we had uh, computer room uh, closets, that sort of thing. And uh, the, the wiring that was in the building needed to be right. Uh, people need to, need to be able to understand that and get that done. And, and I was that person. So I, I did that for a while. I did that for about seven years. And, and it was a good crew. It was a good crew. But uh, uh, as far as uh, going back uh, uh, and, and grieving over my first loss and losing my first wife, that was tough. Uh, there, there, there for a long time, I didn't care if I lived or died. You know, I really didn't. I'd have been very happy if I could have gone home to the Lord at that point because I knew that's where I was going to go. Jesus has always taken care of me. I talk to him daily. I still talk to him daily, whether I'm out working on something on the house or uh, uh, before I came in here. Uh, I, it, it, it's like he's my best friend. He's, the, he's, he's there, you know, mm. and he's been there my whole life. And so before I did this stuff and as I'm doing this stuff, He's been there, and uh, uh, I didn't really realize how much control he had over me until I was probably in my 40s and looking backwards. Uh, the places that he put me and, 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 and the opportunities that he gave me, um, uh, point in case, I, uh, as I came out of the Navy, I, filled, I made out resumes, but I didn't get a single job off a resume. The only time I used my resume was after I got hired, and I was asked for one for the documentation purposes. <laughs> and so uh, he took care of me, and I give him I give him the glory for that because he 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 put me where I needed to be, and uh, uh, he's uh, he left me unemployed for a, a couple months as a contractor, and that was a weird feeling. I you know I think he was just testing me. <laughs> you know, hey, you, you, what, what are you going to do? You're going to sit here and uh, 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 lick your wounds, or you're going to get up, or I've, I, I've got you. You know that, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, um, uh, back in those days, I was still with Deb, and and uh, I remember she come up and got me out of my chair and said, "Knock it off," you know, because I, I I'd been out of work for probably about four weeks at that point, and there's no answer to resumes and that kind of stuff. She said, right, "You're going to be fine," you know, and. She was working at the time, and it, it, so financially we were okay. It just, you know, I, I was supposed to be the breadwinner. Mm. <laughs> I was supposed to be the breadwinner, and, I, and uh, uh, but he 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 put me back in in, in the workforce right after that. He's 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 always been there. He's always been there, and I gladly uh, you know talk about him now and and, and what what he's done for me, and how he's carried me. Um, I tell people that uh, it's hard to enjoy the good times if you haven't had some hard times. And uh, if your life's always been good, how, what do you compare that to? Are you lucky? I say probably not because you don't know what you've got. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've uh, 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 you've been down, I've never been to the point of uh, being hungry and from a physical point of view, but I've been hungry as far as uh, 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 companionship. Uh, 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 where am I going to go? Who can I talk to? Uh, it seemed like the whole rug got pulled out from underneath me. And uh, uh, that that hurt, uh, uh, but uh, I think we're allowed to do that. I think he's always got his hands underneath us, but I think he allows us to do that so we can grow and understand who we are and who he is. And uh, so, it sounds like you know, just listening. Obviously, the Lord's got you. Good, good luck with that ice cream. <laughs> we'll just get you new stuff afterward. <laughs> you had a lot to say. That was good. I didn't even have to prompt you or anything. It just kind of that intro and that was it. But it sounded like your story 
You know, there's some helpful things for people to take away. Obviously, the Lord's always with you. He's guiding you. He's directing you. Even when you feel like you're alone, you're not alone. And even when you lose someone you think might be your best friend and and may have actually been, there's uh, an even better friend, another best friend, Jesus, right? Uh, you You talked about you know the things you talked about just i think really help people hopefully go it's okay to feel miserable it's actually supposed to hurt <laughs> it is <laughs> and you know jesus weeps at the tomb of his friend lazarus shortest verse in the bible jesus wept john 11:35 i believe and he's about to raise the guy from the dead and he's still there crying <laughs> so so there's something about death that's supposed to hurt, um, and and then just seeing how it affects everything, you know, it makes me think more about those that I know that have lost people and wanting to be more present for them. Or, you know, it seems like that's what Terry was for you initially. She was just somebody that God put there. You know, why are you walking right when she needs somebody? to help her get something out of her car. Uh, we do need people. We need companionship and, you know, 2 a.m. being awfully lonely, right? That's your it was. former father-in-law, right? It was. It's, uh, we need people. It's not good for the man to be alone, no. as God no. said in the beginning, right? But what, you know, if you, if somebody's listening right now and they are experiencing grief what advice do you give him? Yesterday, or not yesterday, Sunday, I guess, when we talked about this, you mentioned something like talk, talking to a particular person about their own grief, and, and you're kind of saying to me, you know, don't like for the first year, don't even think about making some of these decisions. Don't even think about getting rid of their stuff. Don't even think about all these other things. What What kind of stuff would you say to people that have lost someone recently or are still kind of dealing with some of the grief? I, I, I would say don't do anything for a year. I, I, that's an arbitrary number, obviously. Um, don't put their stuff away. Don't, you know, don't uh, 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 try and forget them. Uh, don't get locked into everything should be a certain way. Um, I probably, I, I, I say a year because it's, it's a handy number. I don't know if I took that long or I took a little longer. Uh, I, I slowly started putting Deb's stuff away and my kids' stuff away, you know, a, after that period. But there was no hurry to do that because I, I missed them. I, I could still see them walking around. You well, know? you still got them. I mean, you mentioned this uh, memory wall, right? I mean, I do. There's, a, there's still a place for them in your life. They're not gone. Yeah. And uh, I still think about them, you know, uh, uh, obviously – Terry's the biggest part of my life now, and and, and 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 God bless her. I mean, she's she's been wonderful for me, just just wonderful. But she also allows me to have my time. She knew Deb. I come to find out, she knew Deb, Deb <laughs> and she knew my kids, and I was the only one in the family that didn't know her. And uh, uh, so she kind of knew where I came from, and so she gave me the room that I needed. And like that time where I I just shut her out for that. You know, we're done. I don't want to talk to anybody. She gave me that space, and I don't know what made her think on Valentine's Day that was a good time to throw a card in my face or say, "Hey, I'm still alive. Don't forget about me." Because uh, 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 I'd I'd pretty well shut the world out at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, so I, I'm glad she did. But you'll know when it's time to start putting things up, putting them to one side. Um, I, uh, uh, I, when I first met Terry, I didn't look at her as a replacement for Deb. That w- I wasn't looking for that. I didn't think there was such a thing. Mm. And, uh, uh, um, but to have, uh, uh, somebody to talk to every now and then, it just, you know, it, it, it was handy. And, uh, uh, uh I, 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 I guess we slowly started working together. And uh, that, and that, and if you're in grief, I, I think that will happen to you also. Don't feel like 
it's it, it's the end of the world. I know you'll feel like that, but it, it doesn't go on forever. Uh, get yourself up and get yourself out. Uh, the right time to do that, you'll know. Um, because my, my, my first little bit after that happened, I, I was by myself in my house for quite a while. I mean, you know, the church come by and check on me now and then, and neighbors would come in every now and then and check on me and that kind of stuff, but it didn't seem like a long time now. It doesn't seem like a long time now, but at the time it seemed like eternity because I couldn't see things getting better the next day, mm. you know. But I kept praying on it. I, 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 I slowly started getting out. I, I, I started trying to go to church again, and that particular t- it didn't work out in that group of people. And I, I, that's not to say anything bad about them. It just I, I, I was a married couple with them. Well, and I I did something uh, I don't know a couple of months ago, guilt by association. You know, people have had bad experiences in church, and because of that, that's sort of why they don't want to be in church. But I think it's what you're describing is sort of the same thing. It, it's not the church's fault in this case, but you have this. There's this association, right? And so for you to be there. Just like you talked about the house, you had to move, right? You had to get out of the house because there's all these associations with that place, you know, and the the the, the smells, the, the the view, the the images, everything, right? Like you just you can't miss all of the memories that are connected to that, and and you just kind of have to move on a little bit sometimes. So. So maybe avoiding some of them, right? But also finding ways to keep them alive in your life, in your heart, right? It seems like a dance, of some kind, like it, a. It is, and and and, and I, I've got to tell you, my old house, I drive by it every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's uh, 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 it's not a bad thing. I. Uh, and what I look for in the backyard, I planted an oak tree years ago. It's huge now. Mm. It's huge. It's a uh, it's a thirty year old oak tree now, wow. <laughs> and uh, uh, it covers the backyard plus the neighbor's backyard. Wow! And uh, 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 the house is uh, uh, it's obviously I sold it. I don't know if they've resold it since then or not. I don't see a lot of activity there, but it's it's kept up well, and uh, it's on my way home in and out of where I live, and. Uh, so most of it's just, you know, it, it, I smile when I go past the house, you know. It's uh, it's become a good thing instead of a sad thing. Mm. I'm glad I had the period of time I did with Deb. The Lord led me through that. I'm glad I had my kids, you know. And uh, I'll be a normal dad and say I wish they lived closer to home, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But they did to me what I did to my dad, right? I uh, 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 He's out in San Diego. It's where I was raised and born and raised and uh, uh, it wasn't his fault that I moved back to Louisiana. The Navy put me here, but I also never went back home. Mm. And uh, he came out once or twice. He came out for my Navy retirement ceremony, and I was really happy to see, see him for that. But he wasn't a big traveler. He, mm. uh, uh, he had luggage himself, and I guess that's what kind of helped me looking back on him too. He's an ex-POW for World War II, so he had a lot of luggage he carried around with him. And... Uh, uh, so, um, I, I guess that'd be a conversation for another day. Yeah, but I, uh, uh, but I he, I did to him by leaving him behind and dragging his grandkids off. What my kids did to me. Yeah. So maybe there's justice in the world somewhere. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> laughing. I don't. Maybe, know. maybe. <laughs> you know, and I hope my grandkids don't do it to my kids. <laughs> you know, and uh, but I think uh, you know just your. This whole conversation here, I was thinking about your wife, Deb, but here you've got Deb, you've got your mom, your dad, your kids moving away, your first wife's dad, you've got your dad and and, and his whole experience, the PMW experience. There's so much grief (laughs) everywhere, right? I mean... We've all got grief. We've all got these uh, painful experiences, and 
it just seems like this is a good time of year to try to remind people to be kind. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. You know, you never know what's going to set someone off in one way or another, you know, down a down a dark hole maybe. Um and some people are trying to shut you out and some people are uh looking for somebody, right? This list I, I printed out before we sat down here, I, I think provides some perspective. I'd shared it on Facebook earlier, and it says grieving during the holidays can look like, and it's like everything. <laughs> like there's, it, there's no theme here. The theme is there is no theme. The, the theme is you don't know what you want. You don't know uh, what will help. Right. It's so grieving during the holidays can look like not wanting to celebrate, wanting to celebrate, needing someone else to do all the work, needing to do all the work, struggling to do anything at all, staying busy with projects so that you don't have to think or feel, thinking and feeling anyway, suddenly crying at random moments, missing them so much that your heart hurts, wanting to talk about them, not wanting to talk about them, aching for their voice or smell or presence, wanting the holidays to be over already. Grateful for the normalcy of holiday traditions, going through the motions, struggling to stay present for others who are still here, a big confusing mixture of all of the above, and that's uh, that sums it all up, right? So you don't you don't know what you want, you don't know how to get out, but in your case, if you know the one who's seen and experienced more grief than any of us have, because right? he's hurting with us. Yes. yes. He he knows the pain. He 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 puts up with us, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, you know, we ask him for forgiveness and he says, he puts "Okay, up with come us. on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the door is open." He puts up with us and uh he put himself through far worse yes. than just putting up with us to yeah. save us and to provide a way through the grief that is, you know, like you've talked about, right? I mean, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm that I'm going to see him. I know this is not the end, right? That there is life after this. Yes, right? there, there is. There is more than what we see and more than what we're experiencing. And uh, even if you know that, though, I think that's another point maybe here. Even if you know that, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt or that suddenly you just smile and walk around like, oh, well, it's okay. I know where they are and I know where I'm going and so I'm not going to be sad. I mean, your story, a man of faith who went into some dark places, right? So it's it's not like just knowing Jesus makes it go away. It just, it sounds like it's more helps you navigate it in a way and come out the other side and bear that burden. Well, that, and once you've seen the dark side, it makes the nice side, the top side, the upside mm. so much better. That's why you see Bay smiling as much as he does. Life is good. I mean, we're all sinners. We we know that. I, I and, and 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 I I I I'm been forgiven for that and I'm tickled to death, you know? And and so it's it, there's an upside to it and that's why I smile. That's why I feel good. And I hope this goes on for many years. You know, <laughs> at some point he's going to take me home, you know, and uh, uh, I hope it's in the sleep, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think who, most people who, prefer. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, I tell people I just want to live one day longer than Terry so I can take care of her. And uh, I'm ready to go home after that. And uh, I thought that about my first wife, too, but he made me stick around a little bit longer than that. Yeah. And uh, I want to take care of those that I'm responsible for. And uh, – uh, but he he's he's got a way forward. I'm tickled to death. I'm happy in that. I enjoy the the joy of the Lord. You know, once you've seen some of the uncomfortable and miserable parts of it, it really makes the good parts feel good, feel real good. Nice. Yeah. Well, if you're going through something right now, if you're struggling, if uh, you feel like there isn't something on the other side, you know, here's Bay Ames telling you there is. Uh, Jesus died, Jesus rose. There's hope on the other side of Good Friday. There's hope on the other side of grief. 
And uh, hopefully this has been helpful here and just another person talk about their own experience. And, you know, if you've got stories, if you've got comments, if you've got uh, anything to add, to, to clarify, to share, uh, I kind of feel like everybody's journey through grief is a little bit different. And I think there are a lot of similarities, though. So hopefully this has been helpful. But if you've got something to add to the conversation, please do so. Make sure you like and share and subscribe and all those wonderful things. And uh, maybe we'll get Bay back in here again to talk some more. <laughs> but we'll have him eat the ice cream first. It's going to cost you more ice cream. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bowl of soup. And we have got to get this man some ice cream for coming in here and putting up with me for the last hour. Oh, no, you've been a pleasure. You're a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Ice cream is sweet. Jesus is sweeter, and uh, he's sweeter because, yeah, you get a bowl of ice cream when you're feeling miserable, but Jesus gets you through some pretty serious stuff way better than ice cream does. So uh, looking forward to what he has in store on the other side of all the misery that we've got going on in this world. Great to be with you. Catch up with you real soon. Later. Bye-bye.